Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Watching the Webhead. I'm your host Delanel and we're taking a slight detour um, about Spider-Man. And you know, I mean, obviously somewhere along the line, Spider-Man will be a topic of this episode. But the episode is going to focus on how Marvel and Disney have built something to where they are ready to operate in the MCU without Spider-Man. And I've tweeted about this um, a few days ago, how, you know, the relationship with Iron Man and uh, Peter Parker has been in the MCU, and how there was a tweet that I was responding to, kind of elaborating on what someone was saying. Someone was explaining, like, people don't realize that Spider-Man is not owned by Marvel. The Spider-Man movies that we have seen are Sony movies. They are not owned by Marvel. Marvel has no kind of power in terms of how they're made and stuff like that unless Sony has like an agreement in place, which is currently what's going on. So Sony is lending Marvel the use of Spider-Man and other related characters within the MCU. But make no mistake, these are Sony movies. These are Columbia Pictures movies. Um, They are not Marvel movies. They are not Disney movies. This is why you don't see them on Disney Plus alongside the Hulk and his solo movie. Um, You just don't see them because they are not owned um, by Marvel slash Disney. So, with that said, Marvel knows that because they don't have the rights to Spider-Man, they can't necessarily put all of their eggs in that basket for a Tony Stark heir, right? So let's kind of look at what's happening with the MCU. If you guys are kind of paying attention to what's going on with these Disney Plus shows and uh, sequel movies that are coming out, so stuff like Hawkeye, he's going to be training a girl, Kate Bishop. You got Miss Marvel is going to be starring alongside of Captain Marvel. Um, You have Ironheart, who in the comics is trained by an AI version of Tony Stark, which is why rumors are still rampant that uh, Robert Downey Jr. may return to the MCU. He may do like AI scenes, like a Jarvis type. He will fit a Jarvis type role. Um, you know, Jarvis was the AI for Tony Stark when he was alive. So you have that kind of thing. Those, those are like younger versions of the original, even like the Black Widow. And, um, you know, uh, what, what is her, what's her name? Natasha's sister. There it is. Uh, you know, she's going to be the new Black Widow apparently. So, you know, there's like a lot of different things that are happening where Marvel is bringing up a new era of heroes to kind of replace the original Avengers that we've kind of seen. We have a She-Hulk coming in. She may be cast younger than Bruce and may be like a newer Hulk for a new era. So, you know, and a lot of these are female characters, which is pretty cool as well. Um, But in the case of Tony Stark, Right now, all we have seen is that Peter Parker is the new kind of tech gadgety guy. 
you know, and he's going to have different suits and stuff and, and all of these different things. But Marvel already knows, hey, look, you know, at the end of the day, we don't own those movies. Those are not our movies. And Sony at any given moment could take that away. And then Marvel would have built up a lot of narrative for basically nothing. So what they've decided to do, this is my opinion. This is not like an actual documented thing or whatever, or published thing by Marvel or Disney or whatever. There are no quotes. This is just my own, this is what I'm seeing right now. I believe that Ironheart is Marvel's answer to not having Spider-Man. Ironheart is Marvel's answer in case Sony dips and takes Spidey and says, we out, Marvel can say, we do have a Tony Stark-esque character to fill in that mold. And that is going to be Ironheart, the character, um, you know, and again, she's trained by an AI version of Tony Stark. So this is an era where she, you know, she and a living Tony don't meet, right? And that fits perfectly with what's happening with the MCU. So, I mean, there are a lot of fingers pointing to the idea that Robert Downey Jr., even if it's only a voice cameo, could show up in her show. Her show is slotted to be six episodes long. So not a lot of episodes where he would have to, you know, be involved and things like that. Um, But if he is kind of like the voice of, the suit and the AI and stuff, you would anticipate hearing about him. You would hear him or at least see him perhaps in all of the episodes. It's possible. We don't know how her story is. We don't know how many episodes are going to be like an origin story, how she discovers this technology and, and uses the technology. And, and if she does run into, you know, start industries and, you know, happy or, or somebody and, and does something like that, Uh, We don't know, you know, if Marvel has plans to have Ironheart and Peter star in a movie together or something. We don't, you know, so there's a lot of different things that could take place with the character. But ultimately, you know, the, the big point of it all is that Marvel is ready to lose Spider Man. Marvel is ready to say, all right, well, we can't have him, but we can have our Tony Stark replacement. We can have our Iron Man replacement. Um, so I think that that's 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 good business on Marvel's part to you know kind of brace themselves just in case, um, and even She Hulk to a certain extent, just in case. Although the Hulk uh, thing is a little different, uh, the Hulk movie is still owned by Paramount. Uh, Paramount still like has distribution over that movie, but I do believe that. The actual rights to Hulk have reverted back to Marvel, except for movies. Um, so they can't do solo movies, but they can feel free to use him as a character within a movie. Um, but the Hulk story is a slightly different than uh, Spidey's story. So, and I'm not going to get into all of that because it's a Spider-Man podcast. I'm sure there's a Hulk podcast. I'm guessing that's out there, an Incredible Hulk podcast that might have that kind of thing written down. I'm not entirely sure. I'm not 100% sure, so don't quote me on the Hulk stuff, but I know it is different um, to a certain extent. So, with all of that said, what will happen with uh, Peter Parker, Spider-Man? What's, 
what are we kind of looking at? And um, let's kind of dive into that. So we know that the Tom Holland's contract and basically the whole agreement between Marvel and Sony, it kind of all comes to an end after this movie. So Sony and Marvel would basically have to renegotiate some things and kind of figure out what's going to happen. I know Zendaya was, there was a quote, I didn't read into the quote that much, but the quote was something along the lines of, movies are always in trilogies, and so this felt kind of like a final thing, a final project, and we were just savoring every moment. Stuff like that makes you kind of like, hmm... There's obviously, I I feel like there's obviously no kind of set um, agreement to make more movies currently between the two companies, Marvel and Sony. So, you know, you kind of wonder if this really is Spider-Man's farewell to the MCU. Um, And let's just hope that the title for the movie is not one big troll from Sony, because a lot of people have been saying Spidey needs to go home and be with his Marvel buddies. And so Sony's coming in with a title that says, There's no way home for him. He's not going home. That's not going to happen. <laughs> like, I, you know, he's far from home. You know, like, homecoming was, he's come home to Marvel. Then Sony decides, Oh, you know what? Actually, he's far from it now. And there's no way back. So I, it could be one big giant troll for Sony. I don't, you know, that would be kind of impressive. It'd be mean, but it would be also impressive. Like, wow, that's some dedication there. Um, but it, it's very possible that this could be, uh, Marvel might have had an idea. I mean, let's let's rewind and look at the timeline here. So you have something where Sony, once they lent Spidey over to Marvel, Sony started launching their own universe, right? They got Venom. The Venom sequel is coming out this year. Uh, Morbius is coming out, I think, next year. They've got someone cast for um, the uh, Craven Hunter. You know, so they're building up some stuff. And then there's all of these rumors about, is Tobey Maguire going to be back officially in Sony movies as Spider-Man, maybe Andrew Garfield, you know, they got Jamie Foxx and Alfred Molina to come back on board. You know, so there's a lot of different things that kind of point to Sony is ready to jump off on this. And I've talked about this months ago that, you know, Sony was probably going to have Marvel do the work for them of reestablishing Spider-Man while Sony could focus on building their universe that they want to build and then bring Spidey into that universe and establish Spider-Man. People recognize Spider-Man. He's a popular character in good movies again. And it's kind of like, okay, cool. Now let's bring him in to take on Venom and to take on this and to take on that. And um, that could very well still be the plan. And maybe Marvel knew... Maybe you know Sony probably didn't tell them specifically, but you know Marvel may have been like looking at everything and like yeah this this is probably what's going to happen. We should establish a contingency for Peter Parker, and they went with Riri Williams. That's her name. Riri Williams is Ironheart in the comics, and so you know I mean that that's that's probably what's happening. 
I think that this could very well be the last that we see Spidey in the MCU, at least for solo movies. It's always the possibility that maybe, you know, Sony says you could, you know, use them for another Avengers movie or something. But the actual single, you know, self-titled movies of Spider-Man or whatever, they're probably done for the MCU banner. And so now the question is, what is Sony going to do uh, incorporating that character within their universe that they've built? Because quite frankly, you're building all of these villains up. You're building all of these kind of... And I, you know, I say anti, I've said anti-villains before. And, you know, like all these guys have been antagonists of Peter Parker. And on their own, we don't know much about them, right? We only know, like from a comic standpoint, we only know them to be, you know, something that's either chasing Peter or in Peter's way or doing something that Peter has to stop, you know, harming people or whatever it is. Um, And we've already talked about how, like, psychologically connected Eddie Brock and Venom are to Peter Parker and Spider-Man. Like, that, that relationship... To not exist right now, it's kind of weird to watch the Venom movies and just be kind of like, like even the Carnage, you know, in the comics, it's very common that Spider-Man and Venom team up to take on Carnage. Like it is extremely common because Carnage is that much more powerful. The two of them usually have to just team up and put aside the differences because it's that gruesome of a, of a, of a matchup. Um, and so we're not going to see that. So I, you know, I'm, I'm a little, I'm wondering how they're going to play that out in the movie, you know? And so it's just a lot. I mean, they, they might introduce Shriek, the girlfriend. She was like, she had the Venom suit for like a minute. And I think she still had some of it when it returned to Eddie. Like, I I don't, I don't know, you know? So they, I don't know. We'll, We'll have to see what they, what they come up with for that sequel, but it would not be comic accurate if Venom goes one-on-one. That's my point. If he takes on Carnage one-on-one, I, it would have, you would have to really pull some stuff out because that's just, that does not usually end well for Venom. Um, but, you know, like I said, we'll see. And I think, you know, as Sony continues to build up this universe and things like that, they are going to, you know, bring in those... That 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 one piece, I feel like you know Spider Man, and it's it's possible that Sony may decide to still use Zendaya, and um, Jacob Batalon, and Tom Holland, and and some of the other characters, and may transfer them over. That the only thing about that, and I mean, there's rumors about it, but the only thing is like, if Sony brings in all of the MCU movie characters from those Spider Man movies into their established universe, to a certain extent, that makes the Sony movies canon to Marvel, right? And so I think that's what Sony also is kind of like, we could get on the pigtails of that. And then, you know, because of Loki and WandaVision, you can just write it off as, Oh, this is just a split universe that happened because of those two, like a timeline or a universe or reality or whatever that happened because of WandaVision and, you know, um, Loki. And that that's the thing. Like when you when you look at 
those two shows combined and what they've done. And we already believe that there's a multi-universe event happening with Spider-Man Far From Home. And it's guaranteed to happen with Doctor Strange. It's in the title. When you look at all of that information, it looks like Sony very well is looking to use this last movie as a springboard to connect the MCU with their universe. It's a bold strategy. Um, and obviously, you know, I would think that Marvel is probably looking like, eh, we don't like that. But they really can't do anything because at that point, Sony's using characters that they're allowed to use. And there's a good chance that they'll probably make like vague references to the MCU stuff. But not enough to where you think it's canon. But if they use the same actors that are involved with those movies... There's a good chance people are going to feel implied like, oh, this must be connected, right? You don't have to, Sony won't have to say anything. They'll just put some familiar faces on the screen. And it's like, oh, okay, that, oh, you know, so it's going to be interesting. But you also kind of think that Sony probably would, I mean, like Michael Keaton is a perfect example of how they may not cast the same people. It kind of depends. Like Michael Keaton right now is the vulture. But he's also going to be showing up in the Morbius movie as a completely different character. So you know, that Morbius movie is inside of the Sony universe. And obviously Vulture is in a Sony movie, but in a different universe. And if it's a little complicated, it's because I've already talked about the difference between the Sony and the Marvel. Check that episode out if you're kind of struggling to follow along. Um, I can't go through all of that again. That episode was like an hour long. Um, we, we're not going back to that. But um, yeah, so, you know, I can see recast. I mean, depending on what we see in this coming movie is going to, I think it's going to give us a very good sign of what Sony is planning to do. I think that's ultimately it. There are a lot of ways that it could go. You know, are are the is is like Jamie Foxx and Alfred Molina just gonna have like cameos or something, like a couple of scenes fighting their original Peter Parkers? You know, is it gonna be bigger than that? You know, we've seen plot lines where the Sinister Six comes and they tackle on all three Spider Man at the same time and it's this big epic battle and people are dying and things like that. So it could go, you know, there are a lot of ways that obviously we can see this playing out and it's kinda tough to to gauge but one thing I think we can take away from it is that whatever happens in the movie, I think is going to be Sony's bridge to their universe. I think that's all going to be implied. I think after the movie comes out or like right around when the movie is about to come out, we're going to see heavy reports of... This is the next project that Sony has. Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, Tom Holland, somebody is going to basically, you know, like it it we're going to see some heavy stuff in like November and December. That's kind of what I'm seeing right now. That's what I'm feeling. And um, you know, all of those are gonna be rumors. I highly doubt Sony's going to make any kind of official announcement, right? They're gonna wait till twenty twenty two um before they say anything official if something is going to happen. Um but they won't say anything this year. The movie will do the talking. We'll buzz about it in December, and then maybe like March or something of next year, we might see some 
official documentation like all right so this is what we're working on this is the next movie that's coming out and you know we still haven't gotten a trailer for the spider-man movie you know it's it's just you know i made a joke on twitter that the trailer was going to be the after credit scene that was just going to be the trailer for the movie <laughs> just we'll see the trailer after we see the movie but uh you know we we're waiting on the trailer we're waiting to see what sony's going to do with the character some of the actors, like I just said, you know, Zendaya and, and stuff like that, they're kind of looking at it as this is probably it. This is the end. And I mean, I agree with her. A lot of movies come in threes. Like that's always like for the longest time, it's like part three is like the final thing. Um, you know, some people say like an original trilogy and then they might be like, like Die Hard, for, the, for example. Some people only live by the first three movies. First three movies were awesome. Second, the, the next two were just trash. And I have to admit, the last Die Hard movie, they jumped the shark with the helicopter thing and Bruce Willis's character. He's he's basically tackling the helicopter. It's there's no way. He, that is not him. That's not McLean. Like when you look at the first movie of what he does compared to that, they really exaggerated him. It's they they messed him up. But um, or was that the fourth one? I don't even know. Um, but anyway, so, you know, this could very well be it. You know, this could be the end for Spidey and his amazing friends um, in the MCU. And he would be moving back to his solo roots. Um, you know, but Sony is working on, like, the live-action Silk, the Cindy Moon show. You know, so that that we we don't have a lot of information on that, but, you know, they're kind of... Last we heard, they signed up with uh, Amazon Prime. It might show up on Amazon Prime. And they've also um, kind of revealed some of what the show is going to be about. We've seen some, like, plot lines and stuff. So, you know, we're we're getting closer to some of these things um, manifesting themselves. And we probably won't see anything, whether a Spider-Man movie or a show or whatever, we probably won't see anything until 2024, to be quite frank, because 2021, the actors, the cast, you know, if they're using some of the same people, they've just done a movie that came out this year. They were just filming a movie. They're doing reshoots right now, like, and they're working on that this year. 2021, that's kind of sold. And in 2022, they maybe, they'll start re- recording and filming and then you get something in 2023 but i i don't know i'm not i'm not feeling that kind of confidence i think sony's gonna take some time and so 2024 i think it's the soonest we will get anything silk might show up in 2022 possibly i don't think they've started filming yet but tv show is a little little easier to do than a movie, <clears throat> depending on how many episodes. That's the thing. So it kind of depends on that too. But, you know, it's a lot going on, right? There's a lot going on. I think Ironheart is Marvel's Marvel's way. It's a signal for us. Ironheart is like a signal for us to say, all right, Sony probably is going to maybe possibly pull out of the MCU. And so Marvel, they're ready for that. One way or another, they're going to be ready. Um, so we'll have to see. You know, we'll have to see what Marvel and Disney do. 
we'll have to pay attention to quotes from different cast members of the movie. Um, you know, Tom Holland, he said he's looking forward to being on vacation and having some time to himself now that he's not on contract. But he would love to play Spider-Man, you know, and Peter Parker and future movies. And that's really up to Sony. So, you know, that's a Sony thing. So he would have to negotiate with Sony while hoping that Sony negotiates negotiates with Disney. And it's just a lot that has to happen for this to happen again. And, I mean, it's not impossible. They've The two companies have worked together in movies. The two companies have worked together in the video game industry. Um, they're currently, you know, the two Spider-Man and Spider-Man Miles Morales games. That's obviously another collaboration between the two companies. So, I mean, they, they can do it. They they know how to talk to each other about this character and how to make the best out of this character. We've already seen it in the past few years. So, you know, if the, if both of them want it, they'll make it happen. They'll make it happen. So if it doesn't happen, one of them at least did not want it. It's as simple as that. So you guys let me know what you think about this whole thing and the future of Spidey and Ironheart and the Sony universe and all these different elements and... And, you know, how how confident are you that Loki and WandaVision both pretty much dri- are a driving force for Spidey's movie as well as Doctor Strange's movie? Um, and I said previously, I believe that Doctor Strange is an unofficial sequel to the Spider-Man movie. I think what happens in the Spider-Man movie kind of flows into Doctor Strange's movie where he has to try to clean up the mess, right? I think that's what's going to happen. We're... Loki and WandaVision created the mess. Spidey is going to be the first documented character to deal with the mess and to see it unfold. And then Doctor Strange is going to be like, oh, that's happening. Let me clean that up. Let me fix it before it even gets worse. So I think that's kind of the timeline that I, in my head, that's what I'm looking at. So, you know, we'll see. And, uh... I guess let's do the outro and take it from there.